0: Good morning, and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio today, and we are here to talk about budgets, particularly budgets in Putnam County, and two of the department heads that are so vital to what we do in Putnam County. I've had I've asked to come in. That's the Ambul- uh, ambulance, Me- emergency medical service, ambulance service uh, chief, Tommy Copeland. Good morning, Chief. Good morning. Appreciate you having us on. Thanks you. Thank you for being here. I got Chief Tom Brown from the fire department. Good morning, to you sir. Good morning, Ben. Glad to be here. Glad y'all are here. So. The reason I wanted y'all to come in is not I'm excluding anybody but you're part of the big discussion and I have the public and I have other people asking about the budget and and what's you know what's going on and and you know why are they having a hard time keeping people and all and we've talked about it and we're going to get into it. But before we get into more more uh, detail with the budget I do want to know it's been hot. Been extremely I'm a, hot. Totally miserable. I'm hot. a big boy and it's hot. <laughs> So has the weather affected what you're doing and and, the, and your calls you're getting on both sides? As far
1: as EMS, yes, we've had a few more calls, two, three, four calls a day. And most of it's like heat exhaustion kind of stuff. Somebody works outside too long, garden, whatever, stuff that normally wouldn't bother them. But you factor in 95-degree heat, high humidity, And it gets them down, you know, and they need to drink water, lots of water, lots more than they normally do, and work in shorter uh, amounts of time. Instead of going out and working two or three or four hours, we'll go out and work 15, 30 minutes, and then come back in, rest, get in the shade, get in the... air conditioning and just kind of take it easy be more cognizant and watch your buddy you know if you've got somebody working with you and watch them keep an eye on them.
0: Yeah Chief have you had any? Likewise
2: of course we run in tandem with EMS we run medical calls so we're seeing the same thing they are Uh, however uh, if it doesn't start raining we need to be thinking about outdoor burning pretty seriously it's getting awful dry again Uh, and that'll that'll ultimately bite us. Uh, uh, Of course you know, when we're working a call, a fire call, this weather is is hard on, on our people. So we really have to keep an eye on them. Of course, EMS does a good job yeah. of being with us and uh, taking care of us at a, at a
0: fire scene. So That was one of the next things I was going to talk about is burning permits. Do you? How much say do you have in that, Chief? Uh,
2: I have very little say. Uh, the mayor can actually request a burn ban in the county uh, through the Department of Agriculture. Uh, but it's it's their baby out in the county now. All of the municipalities in Putnam County require a permit year-round. Uh, of course, we we follow forestry guidelines. So it's October fifteenth through May fifteenth is when you have to have one. So this time of year is is a no permit season, unless uh, they start talking burn bans because of of it being dry. Yeah. But I just I just urge people to be really cautious right now.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm with y'all as far as the heat goes too. Is, um. You know, drink a lot of water, because oh, they don't work as hard. Do you ever have any other county departments call y'all with advice on uh, the, the the work, the labor of their employees about how often they need to be working? you ever get those calls? Maybe the highway department or not maintenance not really. or nothing? No. I think
1: they do a pretty good job of managing Watching. their folks. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think everybody's cognizant of this kind of weather. Just like Chief Brown brought up, you know, his guys on full turnout gear helmet, you go into a twelve, fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred 1,500-degree house, you're not going to be able to stay in there as long as you normally would just because of the heat, the humidity, we, and all that.
2: We actually worked a structure fire out, out north of town last last week, uh, end of the week, and uh, called for rehab before we even got on the scene. Uh, and we kind of, all the departments kind of help, help each other out with rehab. Uh, but EMS brought us rehab that night, and we really appreciate so that. So what it is rehab, Chief? It's, it's a truck full of cold water, uh, wet, cold towels, uh, just hydration type things. Fans uh, with we we set up fans vans. and, and yeah. blow even misting air sometimes, depending on, on the temperature outside. Uh, and just we even try to this. cool people off. Because we, we go beyond staying cool. Uh, yeah. I mean it's impossible to stay cool in turnout gear. So
1: yeah. and we even got a couple of years ago with a combination of funding from the EMS directors in the Upper Cumberland, the health with the state the county, Cumberland County, we've got a school bus that we repurposed for doing that. And so we've got air conditioning and a place to sit. We can bring out the fans. And we had a wreck two weeks ago, I guess, that we had to bring some rehab stuff out. And so it's not uncommon this yeah. time of the year.
0: So I know y'all do a great job with uh, getting the word out as well. I <clears throat> I know it's a tough time for people with the heat and everything. Of course, the economy, inflation. And of course, we're talking about budgets. That's one of the reasons I want to have you here today. And I will have Mary Porter on. I always have him on, um, either right at the end of budget committee cycle or right where we're going to, you know, sometime in July when we're going to pass the budget, just to give an overview and update of all the requests, which y'all, y'all probably know as much as (laughs) y'all been in the budget committee meetings who, what everybody's asking for, but we're not here to talk about everybody else. We're here to talk about your departments and. I do know, of course, you just mentioned you had a fire call and you had to send, and you'd have to, but you helped send in somebody to help him with rehab. So that's, how is that one person, two people? Two people that night? Usually two. And like he said, we work
1: together on a lot of
0: scenes. Yeah, y'all coincide on a lot. So, but you're using your staff to to help him and you do the same thing. One of the things that you and I talked about early, um, Tommy, was your current staff. Your current positions, and you're not able to fill all your positions. Great. Uh, and one of the reasons is people are going over the places to work because they can either make more money and work, or work less hours, or work less shifts. I should say, uh, there are work less calls. How about work, that? Yeah, fewer. Calls. They're going to work the same hours. They're just going to work less calls. So they're going to spend more time at the station um, than they are in the ambulance helping somebody. Part of that's part of your problem. The other part of your problem is re- retaining. So you're having a hard time filling open positions. You're having a hard time retaining people, and you're, of course, Chief Brown. You're wanting, would like to have a couple more positions. So, uh, so
2: historically, I, I ask for three a year, mm-hmm. uh, and I have three every year in the five year plan, just yep. so you got something to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't always get them. In fact, uh, the three that that we got last year uh, in the budget. We had been asking for since 2013, since we initiated our combination department. Yep. So we get it. Uh, we're patient, but uh, volunteers just, just become harder and harder to acquire all the time. And then that's the direction we're going to have to go in in the future.
0: Well, and I do want to talk about volunteers too before we leave today. But so the, we have a, it's not necessarily a money issue per se. It's more of it, well, it is and it ain't. You're trying to get people there, you're trying to retain them, you're trying to keep ambulances on the road. You don't ever want to, and you trying to keep your assistance on the road, you don't ever have an incident where you can't help somebody. We never have something where we can't
1: help somebody. But the fewer people that we get and the more calls that we get, then there may be a delay. And yeah. we do occasionally have a delay now. And if we don't get the ability to keep people, that delay is going to get worse and more frequent. Yeah. Uh,
0: so... As a county commissioner and as a citizen of this county, I don't want to ever see that happen. Right. And y'all know that. We've talked a lot. I'm pro-employee. I'm pro-service. I'm also very cognizant of the the taxpayer and trying not to overtax them. But we have a service to provide. So here's where we're at as far as the budget goes with these two departments. Both of y'all have asked for new employees, which you like you Correct. said, you've asked for three, that's something that's not new to us. You finally, after eight years <laughs> last year, you got three, and I will say it was long overdue and I told you that back in 14 when you and I first started talking. I will do everything I can to get you to your three it It took longer than I wanted it to, but thank God we got there last year, but you still need three more, and you re- and you really need how many more, how many are you wanting? eventually
2: so so there is a master plan we're never going to be a a a fully paid or a career fire department in putnam county not not for a long long time so ultimately what my goal is is to get full-time people of course we have them in the main station now last year we put those three at monterey you got to understand there's one man there right makes a huge difference because i i can get the truck on the scene and rely on volunteers but but the master plan is to get three at bloomington next and then three at bangham and three at burgess falls and after that if if we're blessed enough to continue to get people we'll start doubling up
0: yeah so at least nine people in the near future correct
2: and 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 right now the 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 master plan is to get get these full-time people in place And supplement them with volunteers. So I can get the truck on the road immediately. Uh, We cut our response time uh, on a medical call. We we can theoretically have somebody there quick. Uh, Right now, we can still be pretty slow in some places in the county, just depending on where we're going. Right. Uh, Yeah. Because the truck's either coming from a long distance or we're waiting for a volunteer to get out of bed, get dressed, get to the station, get the truck.
0: Yeah. And so you've asked for three. Chief, you've asked for four. I've asked for four at EMS, yes. And and so people are saying, well, y'all, yeah, I'm sure people are saying, well, that you, you need to fund it. You need to fund it. And, hey, I understand that. But that's not the only problem we have. Correct. The other elephant in the room is we can't keep people. See, you have four open positions now that you can't fill, and you've asked for four more. And so we have to retain what we have, and that takes money, too. And I know your employees have, have told you when they leave, well, I'm going for more money and, and less costs. So, so I'm not, not working as hard, but I'm getting paid more money. And I don't, what do you say to that?
1: Well, and this is something, and you know, Mr. Rogers, being on the budget committee, that for the last several years we've talked about this, EMS nationwide has got problems with getting people, keeping people long term and it's got down to the state level, and now it's made it to Putnam County, that we're having trouble keeping people in EMS and keeping them from migrating to other EMS services. And right now the position that I'm counting kind of in and have been in for the last probably close to a year is I'm trading experienced critical care paramedics that have several years there, they're familiar with the job, they know what to do, they know how to take care of patients, With people just coming out of school and I'm hiring EMT basics, uh, EMT advanced if I'm lucky, you know, so that's a real problem that I'm trading very experienced people for very inexperienced, fresh out of school. And it's important to me to be attractive to people that want to come here, but it's more important to keep the people that I've already got. Yeah, because The ones that
0: have got 5, 10, 15,
1: 20 years of experience, that's the ones I want on the road.
0: Because a lot of them, the, the experience counts, but a lot of them you've brought in as a basic EMT, and you've trained them up, and they've got their certificates under your watch, and you've helped that because we now do a lot of their on training. So – that's part of it too you don't it's like raising a kid you hate to see them move, move sure. off and leave right. well that's kind of where you're at' we're, we got two more segments I want to talk about we're still going to talk about the budget stuff we're just now getting the tip of the iceberg um, I have Tommy Copeland for the emergency medical services in Putnam County and the uh, fire chief Tom Brown with me we'll be back in just a moment this after this break Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Tommy Copeland and Tom Brown, uh, the uh, chief of the emergency medical services and the fire department, respectively. We're talking about budget proposals, budget requests, situation of of, uh, labor, uh, workforce for y'all. We talk about workforce and other areas of life, but a lot of people don't understand county uh, governments having a shortage of workers. I misspoke earlier, and Tommy, I'm glad you, you correct me over the break. You did have four vacant positions. Now you have two.
1: Yeah, and you didn't necessarily misspeak. It's just things that happened since the last time you and I right.
0: have discussed it. So, how, so what kind of position did you fill with those two? Well, in,
1: in this particular case, we had a critical care experienced paramedic that probably had several years. I can't remember exactly how many. She left and went to a physician's office, and that's something that EMS across the nation is competing with. Factories, hospitals, clinics, all these other places, even fire departments. Mm-hmm they are able to get our paramedics to go to work for them at similar money or better money and a different workload, a lower workload, and the big thing is less responsibility. My folks make some decisions that are usually reserved for physicians to make, and they're making them in the back of an ambulance with one other person. So since we last talked and I had the four open decisions, I've had that one that went to the clinic and I've been able to hire somebody that's an EMT basic straight out of school, you know, no experience whatsoever. And I've also hired the first driver that we've had to work on the ambulance probably since the 70s. Uh, I mean, we've, for many years, longer than I've been here, we've always been able to hire licensed people. Right. And this individual we hired, he's a good quality person, he's in school now. But he's still a driver all he can do is driver operator kind of thing you know the very basic stuff on the truck and i'll be honest that really hurt my feelings <laughs> we need to keep those experienced people on the ambulance and if we don't you know the the folks that the services are the ones that suffer
0: so these critical care paramedics know enough or are trained well enough to actually go and change a career to a medical office oh well, sure and, and that's something that the hospitals clinics urgent
1: cares they're recognizing I think they also have difficulty sometimes getting nursing staff. And so they've recognized that we have the skill set to just walk right in and be able to do that job with very little training or direction. They know, you know, the job. Chief, uh, are all your firefighters EMT certified? All of mine
2: hold some type of medical license, uh, EMR and up. So EMRs, basic EMTs, advanced EMTs. I've got some paramedics, but not that are employees. They're volunteers. Okay. Uh, But I've got a Duke's mixture of of everything as far as medical license. Okay. Uh, But it is a requirement to hold a medical license. Now, mine differ a little bit from from EMS where I'll hire them, and they have a period of time to obtain that license. Right,
0: right. Well, and I want to make everybody – sure and understand that this is not a problem that just has started and this is not something y'all just brought to us no y'all been talking about this for years and been telling the budget committee and commission hey you know and but it, it's more prevalent now across the state and it really across the country with paramedics and uh, the shortage of them but you've been telling us this for a while you've been telling us on the firefighter side there's going to be a shortage the volunteer shortage has been happening for a while
2: volunteer shortages is, is over the last seven to ten years has there has been a steady
0: decline and so that limits to what you can do
2: it it does it's a number of people is important
0: yeah so the last thing i want as a commissioner again is to see you you guys your department's lead people were were delayed on calls uh and that's the goal we're trying to get past that so you've asked for four four additional people you've asked for three um there's been discussions in budget committee we're not talking about anything that's been talked about behind closed doors because it's all been out in the open uh you know What's what can we do? Can we add more positions and give raises? How much if we do? How much can we give and raise? So we've been throwing some numbers back and forth. Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a proposal by one of the commissioners for a ten thousand dollars raise for all the public safety uh, employees of Putnam County. So that includes fire, that includes EMS, that includes EMA, that includes nine one one, that includes the sheriff's office. Did I miss one? That's it. Eric. I that's think all, that's it. all. I I think think. You so yeah. so you got basically five departments that that affects, and I. I'm going to say right now, every public safety employee in Putnam County is worth everything we can give them. They're worth $10,000. they are worth $20,000 raise. I will say that. Can we pay for it? Right now, we don't think we can pay for that much, but that's yet to be determined. We're just looking at stuff. So I came back with a proposal to try to meet halfway for public safety and, and, and also throw in our non-public safety employees about getting them a raise because the economy is just, we all know it's just, it's I don't know, if it's spiraling out of control, if we're just in a lull, what's happening, but gas is going up, everything's going up. Um, and so we've got a proposal out there. I know that y'all will be good with whatever we can do. We've talked about this, but we we know that your employees, if we don't do something, we're not going to have them. And I'm just gonna say it if we don't do something to help these ladies and gentlemen out we're just we're not gonna have them and so we're trying to come up with a happy medium now we know the problem is recruiting and retaining we know our budget is uh, it goes up every year y'all know that we've we've never had a budget that went went back in expenses, and I'm not laughing because it's it's a joke. I'm just saying you know every now and then you want to catch a break where you don't have to increase the budget a lot, but that just don't happen here because we've got a lot going on. My focus is doing everything we can to help y'all now we feel like something will do will will maybe make the employees happy. We haven't got to that point yet we won't know finally we won't know till july twenty seventh i what would you rather see? I guess in, in my mind, I would rather see people stay. And you don't really have to answer this, but I know that I know you have a feeling on it. I would rather see. I would try to take care of the boys we got now, because here's here's why. It takes a lot more time to train somebody, right? How many? So how many? How much time do you spend, Tommy, on training somebody brand new as a EMT to get up to where they need to be?
1: Well, and all of it's not in house, but just the licensure training. They have a semester as an EMT basic, another semester as an EMT advanced, three semesters as a uh, paramedic, another semester as critical care. And then if they go into the community, which the state has finally got that navigated, another semester for that. And we do a lot of the in house training. We probably do on the order of seventy five or hundred hours of in house training. Not all of them come to every bit of that, you know, but on kids or on adults and cardiac arrest and uh, just different stuff that we do training on. So we do a ton of training and our employees Honestly, I've always been sold out for the helicopter services and stuff like that. We've lost a number of people, you know, in that direction. But it's unusual for us to lose people to other counties or to medical clinics or ERs or whatever. And that's been more prevalent. You know, I'm kind of like Chief Brown. I think looking to the horizon, what's happening other places and the difficulty in getting people that has been in other places, other states... Is or maybe it here this year. And the economy's probably got a role in that, you know, as well as everything else. And I think if we don't do something significant, we're gonna lose people this year.
0: And before the break, I'll say this. You used you used to try to hire people within a short radius of, of Putnam County. Yeah. Well then you started where you're losing people and you couldn't <coughs> recruit people. So you're basically you're hiring anybody that's willing to come. Well guess what? If they're coming from another county or two counties over they're paying gas to get here, sure. right? So they're in their mind, they're thinking they're losing money trying to go to work because gas prices are so high. Yeah. So we're trying. You know, I I, and I can speak for the commission. I can speak for the budget committee. There's not been one budget committee member tell me, and there's not been one commissioner look at me and say they don't deserve it. We're not doing anything for them. They can be that, That's not come out of anybody's mouth. I hope I want y'all to know that that the commission, the committee, has been there saying, and, and
2: I've, I've seen that just just in talking around. At meetings. Yeah. Well, yeah every, everybody supports this. It's just how to fund it.
0: Yeah, and it's just how much to do. So when we come back after break, talk a little bit more about the funding side of it. Um, and again, we're going to have more budget discussions in later episodes. But I wanted you two to come on because of the importance of what your need is. I get calls from, from my constituents asking me, you know, what's going on? Educate me. And so this is one of the reasons I want to do this show, bring two of the experts in, two of the people that's affected by it the most, and talk about it. So we'll talk more when we come back after this break here on Local Matters with Tommy Copeland and Tom Brown. will be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. I continue my discussion with Tommy Copeland from the Putnam County Emergency Medical Services. I say that every time. Every time. I don't yep. know why. And this is the easy one. The fire department, <laughs> Putnam <laughs> County Fire Department. There's the reason I do that is because I hear it ambulance service all the time, but it's technically (laughs) emergency medical services. It's EMS. Yes. So, but everybody says, "Well, who are ambulance service? You know, how many people you got ambulance? So I try. I'm in in between both worlds. So we'll
1: answer anything.
0: (laughs) That's right. So I I almost put you on the spot, but now that we've talked about it, because I wanted to be clear, again, recruiting and retaining employees, Chief Brown, we were talking, yeah, just at the break. Um, You had talked to your employees, and I will say this about both of y'all. You're leaders. You're your great supervisors, but you're leaders. I've seen you work with your guys your, your guys and gals. I've seen y'all be supportive. Y'all want the best for them. So I appreciate you just talking to them, and you too, Tommy, about what they think. So you've talked to them, and what was their response?
2: So, So let me start with saying all of my current full-time firefighters came from the volunteer staff. So we have we have not gone outside. We're at that point. Uh, anybody else we hire, we've hired some part-time from out of out of our fire department, out of the county. Mm-hmm. Uh but I asked I asked my full-time employees when when the budget when it comes down to to crunching with the budget would you have me pursue raises or would you have me pursue people? And a majority of my full-time people said pursue people. Yeah, and I told them when they said that I, I don't know that I can do that. Yes, my job is to take care of the citizens of Putnam County, and I need people. My job is to take care of the employees that I currently have, and not take a chance of losing them because they can go across the county line for five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars more. Right, so and it's 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 a runaway freight train. It's just.
0: And I respect your employees' thoughts on that. My thought would be, I'm not sure how many you can hire at the starting salary right now. And that's why I'm hoping, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm hoping we see an increase in that starting pay scale amount, which we did bump last year. Correct. And and I'm on the pay scale committee, and as a pay pay, pay scale committee member, we decided to bump up the starting salary and then extend the – uh, on the end of end of service, basically, where you top out, extend that out five more years so those people that are topped out can get a raise for five more years. And we thought that was helping, and I think it did help. But guess yeah. what? We left out the middle, and we left out all those employees in the middle, and we knew we and we knew we knew did. But our thought process was we will get there, and we will start taking care of them too. Well, this, this proposal, these proposals, um, especially the one I've done where it includes public safety and non-public safety, addresses that – it But it addresses it for everybody, but it doesn't leave the middle person out it, it, it so It's still a,
2: leaving that that gap is <laughs> not not going to be corrected
0: that's still that's- that's exactly right The gap's not going to be corrected, but everybody's going to get something and we have a long term plan at pay scale to correct what we haven't fixed so far. Tommy, have you been able to talk to your employees about what they prefer?
1: Yes, and I've informally polled my folks, and I think without pretty much across the board, all they want to see an improvement in pay. To be able to keep people, you know, I think all of us are are do not want to see good people leave. Uh, we all know how important it is to have a good quality partner, and I think uh, even as recently as a year ago, none of us could have seen what the economy has done. So we had a a bad situation, a situation we need to work on and improve that has gotten a great deal worse just over the last few months because of how the economy is, and. You know, honestly, what I see is, you know, if we don't do something significant, we're going to start losing even more people. And if we have to get to the point where I'm coming to y'all in the middle of the year and asking for y'all to fix this, it's going to be a lot more expensive than it is if we could do something during the budget process, if we had to start buying people back, so to speak, if we had to start trolling them to come back from wherever they've left us to go to. And like I was talking about a while ago, you don't. My service has always been very busy. You know, I want them to be busy. I think that helps their competency to make a lot of patient contacts. And I need the the people, the extra crew as well. But I think being able to get people, raising their pay, and being able to get people, keep people, and attract people is more important than adding another crew. Sure.
0: Well, and so... Luckily, you guys have been in county government a while. I'm not calling you old. Never do that. But you <laughs> you are experienced. You understand how it works. You're you're educated. You come to meetings. Th- these are not the only meetings y'all come to. I see you at the majority of the commission meetings, both of y'all. And I appreciate that because you, you ha- you're invested, right? You guys yes. are invested to the county. You're invested to your people. And so you're educated and you understand. The $10,000 raise per public safety employee, which actually means – Based on the first proposal, will be eleven thousand two hundred dollar total raise is what I believe it was um that was proposed I guess two a little over two weeks ago, but there was no option to fund it. There was just a proposal um so that was at the end of one of the budget committee meetings. I decided to get with mayor Porter ask him what you know what we could do i'm I'm very familiar with our budget and our funding. And I come back with a uh, five thousand for public safety, which would in turn be a total of six thousand because they still get their step raise. So it'd be a six thousand dollar raise for public safety, and then a thirty-six hundred dollar raise for non-public safety. Mary Porter's and I sit down and figured out a way to fund it, and that was through um, money from sales tax because right now the majority of our money is going, well, the majority of it's going to schools, um, but we can't touch that money because mates of effort. So, the rest of it's going to debt service. There's about 800 something thousand there going to general fund. And that was to take care, and we haven't brought this up yet, that was to take care of the raises we did, I believe, back in 18. That's the last big raise we've done for county employees other than the step raise. I think it was 18. And we did then like 2,000 for public safety and 1,800 for non public safety. Does that sound about right? Somewhere in that area? I can't remember exactly. Uh, yeah, I, so. It was double what. I
1: two or three steps. It may have been 3,000. I think it was
0: 3,000. I think you're right. 3,000 for public safety and then 1,800 because that was two more steps is what it was. So that was 2018. So we're four years past that since a big raise. I think it's time. So my idea was to to meet in the middle, take some sales tax money that's been excess and debt service that we've been using to pay for capital projects, which we've done a good job paying that down. And then, of course, um, that would fund... It's a recurring expense, so that would fund this portion of it. To help pay for some other one-time expenditures, take two more million of sales tax out and do those one-time expenditures, and that would be a one-time thing. So I have a plan. We haven't voted on it yet. We've talked about it, and we're going to talk more about it. Um, It's not final. What we've approved so far is not final because it's still got to go to the commission floor. In my mind, I think that's a good start. And my hope is, no matter what happens, we can continue to improve on salaries going forward, and maybe even change the amount of a, that a step raise is, and that yeah, may and, be more enticing. And,
2: and I think if if we don't stay with this as we go forward, we'll we'll get back in the same in this same boat
0: very quickly. So
2: we we and and y'all discussed that in budget committee last week. Uh, the need, the need to reevaluate on a regular basis. And I,
0: y'all may know this. If you don't know, it's fine. You can say you don't know. I don't know how long the current, the current amount of the step raise has been in place. Six hundred and a thousand. I know it's been there as long as I've been a commissioner. I feel like it's been there longer than that. It might be time to adjust that part of it. To my
1: recollection, when they started the pay scale, that was the the division, the six hundred and a thousand. That's been several years ago. And I've said this you know before the pay scale i think is the best thing the county has ever done for the employees across the board but i think one thing that was missing with that is every two or three or four years that reevaluation you've got to go back and tend yeah. that is i mean it's no different in a garden you have got to go back and, and keep up with what's going on you can't just stay where you're at and you know 1000 month 2000 3000 whatever i think the 3000 raise in 18 that's good, but like you said, that's four years ago. Yeah, uh, you know we need to keep up.
0: Well, and and the pay scale is—I think it is a good thing. It's not a required thing, but some of the Putnam County officials wanted to do. And the problem is, is I think, like you said, commissioners and even some department heads get stagnant on what that pay scale is, and oh well, they're getting a raise to the pay scale. We're not going to worry about anything else. Well, you're going to, have to start worrying about something else at some point in time, right? Because um, six hundred dollars for non-public safety—that's just not a lot anymore especially in the economy we're in. So we're trying to address that. Um, we, and y'all been great to talk to. You've been great to work with. I don't know where it's going to go. I know that, that y'all um, have been very supportive of our work. Like I said, nobody's been negative in the meetings. Everybody's been positive and talking. But I'm hoping we can figure something out to especially give y'all some help our public safety because, you know, I'll say, again, our commission is very pro-employee. And I say that because look what we've done this even this last fiscal year. We picked up the insurance increase. You know that's and, huge, and, and a
2: lot of people don't see that. A lot of employees don't don't see that, but that just that's unheard of.
0: Yeah, it don't. And I just had a county yesterday call me, chief. They got an insurance increase, and it's going to the employee. I'm like, were well, you giving raises to the employees? Yeah, but I we're talk to people in bit? other
2: departments, and it's every year they get a yeah. decrease. It's just yeah. Almost and every so
0: year. I will say this commission's proactive on helping employees. Absolutely. So we, we picked up the health insurance increase, so the employees not paying it, and the county is. And of course, we were able to give bonuses, one time bonuses through the American Rescue uh, Plan funds, uh, three thousand for full time, fifteen hundred for part time, and that was a good bonus. So it's been a good year, but I'm, we want to keep that going where we can help re- recruit and retain. So. Um, I appreciate what y'all do
2: and we appreciate you and and the budget committee and all the commissioners for your time and effort I know I know y'all spend a lot of time
1: and well we absolutely <laughs> do y'all have to make some tough decisions and I'll echo what you guys have already said every commissioner I've encountered knows that something's got to be done they're very positive they're very proactive in wanting to do something, it's just deciding what to do, how much to do, how to fund it.
0: Yeah, I haven't always agreed with every commissioner's stance the last four years on this commission, but I will say one thing. They're pro-employee for the most part. I've not seen anybody go out and bash any employees or speak against that or say, well, they're government employees. They ought to be happy with what they get. just—it's just not how it works. We want good people because we want to have a great county. We sure. want great people because we want to have a great county, so – I'll keep stressing that. Guys, thanks for being here. I appreciate what y'all do. Let me throw something out
2: about the volunteers in the fire department. Go ahead. Consider this. They're paying what you're paying for gas to come to your emergency.
0: Very good. Out of their pocket. That's very good. They
2: they need to be thanked also.
0: Yes, they do. Thank thank you to all the volunteer firefighters. Thank you to all of our county employees, especially the public safety side of it, risking your lives to save and help uh, citizens of Putnam County and really other (laughs) counties, too. We do help other counties. So thank you all for being here. Appreciate what you all do. Everyone, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope to get some rain maybe this weekend. Everybody, remember to smile at somebody. Don't frown. I promise you, smile's a lot better. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.